0: Hello, and welcome to the Resilient Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly West, and with over 25 years in healthcare and the coaching and wellness space, I know how the stress and overwhelm of life can become our downfall. My hope for this podcast is to bring you real life strategies and stories of resilience to help you gather the wisdom, strength, and insight that lies within your soul already. Make no mistake, you are here for a reason. Sometimes you just need a guide to help you see that truth. Now let's get to it and transform your burnout to bliss. Hey, hey, beautiful souls, welcome to the Resilient Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly West, and I just want to start out with this podcast with giving a little background about myself. For those that don't know me, I am a mom, I am a wife, I am a pediatric nurse, and I am also a certified neuro coach and breathwork facilitator, which I'll we'll get into about that in a little while. So, why start a podcast? You know, there's so many podcasts out there. I don't know how many of you you listen, well, obviously you're listening to this podcast, but how many of you listen to so many podcasts? And I always used to joke and still do saying I am kind of a podcast junkie. I have listened to so many podcasts, mostly inspirational business, self-development, that sort of thing, because it has brought me so much just joy, inspiration just feel good in a lot of episodes. You know, podcasts, as you know, are so easy to take on the go. You can just, you know, pop your earbuds in and go for a walk or listen to them to and from work, which is what I used to do all the time. And they're just so inspiring. I have found them so fulfilling. And, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. So I wanted to be a part of that, especially as I became a coach and breathwork facilitator. Um, As much as I love the people I work with locally, really reaching out and being able to touch people that live far away and live in some, you know, not locally to me and helping them be inspired, helping them understand their own resiliency, helping them find Their way in this world. And that is so fulfilling to me, whether it's through education, inspirational stories. Um, And my goal for this is not only to give you maybe some solo riffs that I produce, but also to invite some of my friends and colleagues and amazing people to interview and bring you stories of resilience, bring you stories of how they found resilience in their lives. And with the goal of it really helping you see how. How you can bring more resilience to your life. Or if you're in a place where you are not feeling super resilient, or you are burned out, or you know, whatever is going on in your life, that it really just brings you that hope. And that is my goal for this podcast. So what is a resilient soul? And so for a lot of us, we hear definitions of resilience. And if you Google it, you know, good old Google, and you find this definition of resilience, you might find something like, it's a capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, or it's the ability to spring back into shape. But I really feel there's so much more to resilience to this. And so just because we go through difficult challenges doesn't mean we lack resilience. And so I would like to offer a new definition that I thought of and that is an individualized and unique experience by which a human soul heals from traumatic or difficult events and finds new wisdom and strength to move through their human experience. You know, we all have our own challenges. We've all had our own traumas, little trauma, big trauma, and all of those are events are stored in our nervous system. And things that are stored in our in- nervous system really creates an imprint into our souls. And we have, You know, these imprints then influence our behaviors and our self-perception and our mental, physical and emotional health. And so there's so much that we can do to heal and help develop ourselves to heal those maybe inner wounds, those feelings of lack or worth that we can, you know, heal those in our bodies, we can find a way to become more resilient. And so I want to share a little bit of my story. of resilience, you know, being a nurse, and I've been a pediatric nurse for many years, over 25 years, in many different roles. But what I know to be true, and I've seen it and experienced it myself, is that 40 to 80% of those in healthcare have reported burnout. You know, I was in a conference one time that we were talking about burnout and fatigue within healthcare, and the speaker had asked the audience to raise their hands if anyone in the last six months had either left their job quit their career or thought about doing so and nearly 80 to 90% of the room raised their hand which was shocking and not shocking to me you know I've felt it myself. I've seen it with my colleagues. And when I've even asked, you know, my, you know, people that follow me or friends, other people in healthcare about how they feel about their jobs currently, their careers, you know, I get things like, I can't wait to retire or I need a new job. I need a new career. I would really like to see people actually care about and respect one another. They want more help. They feel low energy. You know, they're looking for better mental health care. And, you know, it's really about, you know, they feel so disconnected. They can't be with their patients. They're disconnected with one another. They're disconnected with themselves. They're disconnected in so many ways. And especially in this last year, that has been such a theme, you know, is disconnection. For many reasons, we've been disconnected from one another and trying to find as human beings, we are born to connect. And so having, whether it be um, forced upon us or, you know, we choose to disconnect from life, disconnect from others, disconnect from ourselves. It really has a imprint on our psyche and Starts bringing us that low vibration, those feelings of just loneliness and isolation. And one of the things that I heard a nurse say that was just so heartbreaking to me it was that at the end of the day, she started really hating the majority of humanity. And that's where burnout really happens. Not that that may be true, but it's just it's living that you know becoming so cynical and and living that disconnection from everything that we can't we can't find the joy in people around us. We can't see the joy or feel the joy around us. And so I found myself in many of these stories as well. I found myself, you know, exhausted, both mentally, emotionally, becoming cynical myself, low energy, and just disengaged with life, with family, with work. And I became really good friends with those two people, anxiety and depression, which were all too familiar to me and maybe to some of you as well. And so, you know, it was time to do something different. And and so, you know, there's also those times where sometimes it's, it's how, you know, either uh, we have an event that causes us to say, hey, I need to make a change for myself, or it may be a loved one, a friend, a coach that really helps you see kind of where you're at and that that's not you and how to break out of that. And so that's what I love helping people do through breath work as well, is helping discover what is truly alive in them, what is truly true true for them and how they can break out of that. Because, you know, for many of us in whether it's healthcare or just if you have that, you know, personality that we really are an achiever and you're always striving for success and always going, 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 there's a lot of guilt, you know, for saying no, for saying I need to take a break because, you know, we interpret it many times as, oh, that's just laziness. Oh, they should just suck it up. Oh, you know, and isn't it true, those of you that are in nursing, you know, that is a predominant. Dominant many times amongst nurses is just you know suck it up, keep doing more, keep doing more. And while it is important to do your best to take care of your patients and to be that caregiver, we also need to care for ourselves. And so sometimes it is saying no. It is important to take that break, and it is not being lazy. It's you know it's really so needed. Depends on what it means for you. You know if you need to take a break completely from the world for a few weeks go do that. But, you know, I don't think that we all need to do that. I think we can also find resilience within our work, within our daily lives. But sometimes it takes, you know, working with a guide, working with a close friend or a confidant that can really help you see what that next step might be. And so, you know, to break free of burnout, I just wanted to share a few thoughts that I had about that. Because as I've gone through this, I've really realized that one, it's a process and it takes time to really heal. when, you know, you're at the stage of burnout or or past the stage of burnout, you know, it really takes time. And so allowing yourself grace, allowing yourself, you know, time to heal and knowing that it, it's your journey. It's your journey to take and it's your journey um, to process through all of that. So really just beginning to acknowledge where you're at. Like I said, sometimes it just takes that friend, confident coach that helps us see where we're at and that we're not, you know, our normal selves. We're not operating at our best. And so just acknowledging where you're at and saying, yes, I have to admit that I have hit a wall or I've been, you know, I'm really cynical. I've been burned out or I just can't do this anymore. what? Whatever that emotion, whatever that truth is for you, is just acknowledging that and then breathing and under breathing, I always say, you know, besides the the beautiful thing that we all have in our lungs is our breath. And so using our breath, but under that also knowing that that's partly rest, partly, you know, breath work, meditation are so lovely modalities and I do them regularly and journaling. I'm a huge, uh, you know, proponent on journaling. I love journaling and I have my clients do it a lot too, which has been A beautiful tool because sometimes, as we just allow ourselves to begin writing and putting down on paper whatever is coming out, and just allowing ourselves to sort of get to a point where you can let go of that. Ego, that monkey mind we all have, and why breath work is such a beautiful modality to be able to utilize before we journal because it allows us to be in a more open, energetic state so that we can allow what really is true for us to come out on paper and to be able to just write till our heart's content. And it's amazing sometimes the things that come out, the things that are really need to be spoken through us that come out on that paper. So I really encourage and always love journaling and choose. Choosing again, choosing whether that's a new path for you, choosing a new way of being. And like I said, sometimes we don't need to always take that break and, and to walk away and to say goodbye, but we need to, you know, just maybe look at how we are being in the world and choosing a new way of being. And, you know, that also might be just choosing a new understanding of what lights you up, what brings you into alignment. And with alignment, I've really learned to see alignment as that inner knowing, that inner knowing that is so true for us that there's is no doubt that you have that inner voice. And for many of us that are just going along with life and just go, 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 and it seems like nothing ever shuts off, that it's hard to hear that inner knowing. We're not in stillness when we don't allow ourselves to sit in stillness. And so sitting in stillness, like I said, whether that's with breath work or meditation or or just sitting in pure stillness and just hearing what that inner knowing is, And I also love the idea of with knowing our bodies and knowing what is so true for us that we almost have like a visceral intelligence about us, that visceral intelligence that says, yes, this is 100% yes for me, or this is 100% no for me. And I'm sure, you know, you've experienced that too. There's sometimes, you know, you're invited to something, even going to, you know, an event with some friends or being invited into a group setting or a new job or whatever, and it's that visceral hell yes this is going to be for me this is so aligned with me i'm so excited or this is a heck no i cannot do this this feels wrong something about it is not right it's not filling me up and so really honoring that because so many times you know if if the offer looks amazing and it doesn't feel aligned with us and we still go with it is where we end up feeling guilt and buyer's remorse or you know we, we like didn't really want to go to that wedding for whatever reason, because we um, really were saying no, but we felt, you know, like we had to say yes. And so it's really understanding what is that visceral yes and no and honoring that because honoring that and honoring our truth is really what brings us at peace. And that's one thing I've worked really hard to come to terms with is what is where's my peace in my body? And I would love to just, like I said, bring these stories to you guys and share what is, you know, stories of resilience, stories of, you know, how we can find more peace in our lives. Because I think there's so many of us that lack that, that are searching for that and wonder where they can find that. You know, for those of you that don't know about neurocoaching and breath work and, and some of my work in that realm outside of healthcare is that it's really taking this mind-body approach. And so neurocoaching is really looking at that sort of scientific, brain-based modality where we... We can look at our thoughts and our behaviors and what is again true for us and rewire those connections because often those thoughts that are repeated over and over and over again in our heads become our beliefs because they are tied with emotion most of the time and repeated over and over become our beliefs. But there is a way to rewire our um, our brains to be able to think differently. So when we, you know, most of the time our subconscious is just on autopilot, and saying the same messages to ourselves over and over and over again, and you know that can help you know certainly lead us to burnout as well. Whereas you know if we can look at how we can rewire those connections in our brains over a period of time, like I said, all of this is a process and takes time, but can be done in a relatively short amount of time. Is you know looking at our from a brain based response into changing those um, thought patterns, and then such a beautiful, beautiful practice of breath work is letting go of the mind and really allowing us to just be in our bodies to be able to use what we all naturally have. And that's our breath to be able to breathe in a way that changes our perspective of the world brings up, you know, emotion and allows our energy to be moved through our body and out of our body. Because like I said, in the beginning, like many of us have, if not all of us have different challenging events. We've had traumas in our life, whether it's a teacher that's telling us that, you know, we're not good enough, and we're never going to amount to anything to, you know, uh, physical abuse or something like that. So we all have these events that are imprinted into our nervous system. And it's that energy that's imprinted in the nervous system that can be a challenge for us sometimes throughout our lives, because it changes kind of how we show up in the world for ourselves and for others. And so breath work is that beautiful practice to be able to tap into our bodies, tap into those energies and be able to release something sometimes that's been stuck there for many, many years, even decades, and sometimes in just a session or two. So it's a beautiful practice. If you've never tried it, I encourage you to, you know, try breath work. And if you have any questions, let me know. But it is such an amazing practice. I absolutely love it. So this is, you know, my just intro to welcome you all to this podcast. Like I said, so excited to bring this to you and bring stories of inspiration and resiliency to you all through this podcast. And if you are new to podcasts, I would love, love, love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Because if you don't know, you know, hitting more subscribers certainly helps me reach more people and be able to bring my message and bring the stories of some amazing people to you and others as we are bringing this podcast to you. But also, you know, if if you know about podcasts, you know that's the deal. So I would love to invite you to hit that subscribe button and help grow this podcast and bring it to more people. So love you for being here. Thank you so much for your time. Until next time, take care, be well and find peace.